Warning. The following podcast contains language which is suitable for adults and mature children only. Please listen at your own risk. Every day, hundreds of amusing stories escape the roving eyes of the general public to fester in hidden corners of the internet. Until now. One team of unqualified friends has taken it upon themselves to expose these stories to a wider audience, to be referenced at dinner parties and uncomfortable gatherings at work. These brave explorers are the Internuts, and this is... The Internuts Podcast. So anyway, the prostitute, they never found her legs. Everybody was, they, they were looking, they were looking in like glens and valleys and under bridges. They yeah. never found her legs. Oh, hi. Welcome. How, how did you guys get here? This is the Internet's podcast. This is episode 15. You're, you're trespassing on private property. Should we get the shotgun out again? I think we should. Or at least the handgun. Or the mace. Mace? Mm-hmm. Either definition of mace. <laughs> um, you, you found us here in a secluded cabin in Vermont. It's it's me and my, my lovely girlfriend, Thelma. How are you doing, Thelma? Wonderful. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are the holiday seasons treating you? <laughs> All of them are treating me pretty well. Good. Thanks to Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Haven't had to go to a single mall. Yeah, not yet. No. You've been doing good. Yeah. You don't have to interact with people. No, it's fantastic. They're the fucking worst. Yeah, fuck people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, same as last year, we always take this little sojourn up into Vermont, and uh, we mm-hmm. rent a cabin. It's actually a different cabin from last year, because there was a, a mold issue. Yeah. Uh, but this one's pretty good. It's okay. I think there's, like, animals in the walls, maybe. Squirrels. Muskrats. That's okay. Uh, as, as we did last year, we're just going to settle in next to this fire here. We're going to drink some vermouth, <laughs> straight vermouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> With some ground pepper in it. Yeah. And uh, we're just going to reminisce about holidays past. Yeah, we should definitely do that. The La- last time we recorded, Thelma, you were sick as shit. I was. You had a, I, a terrible illness. I had the bug. And uh, that was a month ago. And uh-huh. since then, you gave it to me. Yep. In- intravenously. And now I'm just getting over that. So if I start hacking at any point tonight, then that's it's uh, your fault. Yep. And you're I told you not to use that, that needle that I had. I know. You didn't listen to me. But so. we're you know we're in love, so we share yeah, needles. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Anyhow, um, as is tradition, we're going to sit here next to the fire with our dog, Colonel Wilkinton, at our feet, and uh, we're going to read The Night Before Christmas, which is a a famous poem uh, by someone, and we're we're just going to think hard about the holidays and what they mean, and uh, Jesus and whatnot. All right. Let's do some more of this removed. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse." The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug... Thelma, this is... I don't even know what to make of this. Someone is knocking at our cabin door. Is it a stripper? (laughs) It might be a stripper. Okay, then I'll get it. It is Christmas. Why don't you open the door? Okay. Clip, clap, clip, clap. Door noise. (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. It's, uh, It's our friends Jim Conrad and Glenn Tickle. Hi! Oh, well, hello there. Yo, what up? Jim, you were excited to be here. Yeah, he's been super pumped the whole ride. <laughs> How's the drive up, boys? We've been sharing needles the whole way up here. That Hello. part was pretty great. Aww. <laughs> it's a sign of true love. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm just, I'm just so fucked up. <laughs> so what's going on, gentlemen? What brings you to the uh, cabin this year? Uh, more needles, I guess, is probably <laughs> the answer you're looking for. <laughs> we don't have a clean needle policy here in Vermont. Anything goes up here. Well, I think... Interested. 
No, you go ahead. <laughs> we were just taking our annual drive up through Vermont, me and Glenn. And, uh, you know, Glenn, we didn't stop for directions again, but uh, we found this uh, abandoned cabin this year. So It's weird looking, right? It is. Let's shoot up. <laughs> and it's weird because it's really similar. I mean, we, we did this last year, but you guys were in a different cabin. We just kind of showed up, and there you were. Yeah, it's, it's uh, like osmosis. Like, you just know what cabin we're at. It's an osmosis miracle. So I, I should um, bring this up. Since last year, when you both stumbled upon the cabin somehow, anyhow. Don't worry about how. <laughs> you have your ways. Both of you gentlemen are about to have children. Yeah. Or fuck trophies, as they're called. <laughs> yeah, this will be my first one, but, but Jim, you're adding to like a pretty large collection, right? The term is litter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is number four for us, but I gotta tell you, Glenn, you're in for a more rude awakening than we are. Good luck to you, because it's a life changer. Thanks. I feel like the fourth, because I'm one of five, I was the second, thinking of number four, like, he's probably not going to be the best one of your kids, <laughs> just based off of personal experience. He's going to be in the bottom two. Yeah, oh, stuff's really going to fall apart. <laughs> I, I should also point out, Jim, we're recording this in fairly early December, and there's like at least a slim chance that your wife is going to go into labor while uh, while you're here in this cabin. I was going to say something about recording the podcast, but that's not happening. We're just hanging out. We're just chilling. I promise you this. If my wife does go into labor, I will not disconnect from, from this uh, cabin. Yeah, you don't stop when you pee, so I don't know why that would stop you. No, there's nothing in my life that I really think I would stop podcasting for. I mean, conversing <laughs> with you for. <laughs> just talking casually around a fire. Right. So, yeah, there's a slim chance. We'll see. All right. That makes it exciting. So let's get high. <laughs> yeah, let's shoot up, guys. <laughs> I am already pretty messed up. And now we were talking about the two of you having um, babies. Yeah, e- we got each other pregnant. <laughs> You're each other's surrogates. But it brings me to a point, and like, I don't want to get up on a soapbox on this podcast. That's not what it's all about. But, you know, it's the Christmas season, and I think we all sort of lose sight of things with the commercialism, and everybody just wants to, you know, spend some money. Are you trying to tell me to get me anything cool for Christmas? No, I don't get you shit, honey. Face. I don't get you shit. <laughs> but what, what I'm trying to get to is that this is uh, about one baby in particular a, a special baby you might say <laughs> what i was getting at is that it's um the baby of prince william and kate middleton <laughs> i believe it's two babies is it yeah is it twins that's not been confirmed i'm googling this right now <laughs> <laughs> well while i have you gentlemen here um can i can i fill your glasses with some vermouth pile it on Woo! it's room temperature yeah that's the only way and it's a little bit dusty so i'm gonna i'm just gonna pour this to you glenn delightful and to you jim thank you sir Yep, that's what that sounds like. Um, And uh, why don't we get back to reading The Night Before Christmas before we're uh, interrupted by you. Yeah, drop those fat rhymes. Where was I? Oh, here we go. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed... You know, it, I got a, almost the exact same length yeah. during that particular stanza, and then there was another knock at the door. That's the clatter, I think. All right, I'm going to open this door. I hope it makes a door sound when I do it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There, there are two gentlemen standing on the porch. Who are they? Uh, I, I think a horse or a, or, a, or a stag of some sort. <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting caught in your chandelier. Sorry. Goddamn antlers. Oh. <laughs> Rudolph? Is that you? Are you Rudolph? 
No, <laughs> fucking Rudolph. Not fucking Rudolph. Former uh, Mayor Giuliani. <laughs> I'm one of the reindeer. Well, sorry. I'm the ninth reindeer. They cut me out, and, and I'm pretty pissed about it. So I pretty I, I pretty much ran away from the North Pole, and I got all the way to Vermont. And I saw this cabin, and I was like, hey, I really like the strangers. <laughs> so I came on up. Are you Sarah Are you Jessica guys? Parker? <laughs> Is that Vermouth? Yeah, of course it's Vermouth. <laughs> What's your name? Or out. Well, that's the whole dilemma, because I'm way better than the rest of those those reindeer, and I think it's my name that's really holding me back, which sucks. What is it? My, my name is Flater. <laughs> and I got screwed. I mean, I run a 4.2840, and I'm way faster than Rudolph and the rest of those fucking juicers. <laughs> <laughs> now, did they just cut you out of the songs, or are you off the team altogether? I'm off the team. You I, hate to see that kind I, of thing. I've seen Rudolph in the stables with his needles, which, by the way, there are needles everywhere in here. What have you guys been doing? <laughs> Sharing is caring. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, Let's go I mean hello, red nose and all, he's juicing up. HGH all the way. Holiday gingerbread hormones. You know you know what I said it. That's what he's doing. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, hey. Oh. What's going on? Is that Sebastian? This guy rode me for the last mile. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> First of all, it's good to see everybody. Of course. It's, it's yeah, great yeah. to see you. Uh, I, this is a different cabin, so it's weird because, uh, you know, you gave me directions to the old cabin, but you weren't there. So I, I found this weird-ass reindeer that isn't as badass as he says he is. And uh, <laughs> I am I, I rode badass. him. And um, so things have been going okay for me. I, I got my job back uh, as the mall Santa. Um, it was a rough year because of the, you know, the chemical castration. <laughs> but that was a condition on being hired back as the mall Santa. But I, I wanted to let you know, you know, you were talking about the royal, the babies, the twins, and um, there's a stipulation in the in the royal rule book that, you know, should twins be born and the heir to the throne be questioned, what they do is they they put both twins in their own reinforced uh, black Mercedes. And they speed them into a tunnel. Yeah. And whoever whoever emerges victorious. That's uh, that's who that's who gets to put the jewels on their fucking head. It's nice to see you, Sebastian. Yeah. Which is which is sad because that's how their aunt like super died. <laughs> Oh, I didn't make that connection. I don't know why they would do that. Like, why they would bring it back like well, that. Well, tradition. But that's, yeah. And it seems to me you lived your life uh, like a candle in the wind. Fuck that song. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, speaking of music, I want to I want to throw out the name of the uh, the musical guest tonight. Um, it's a musical group called She and Him. Mm. It's made up of Zoe Deschanel, who's a famous actress. And M. Ward. Famous! She's on Fox. Actress. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> I hear she's adorable. She was in Almost Famous in that movie Rules. Was she really? She was uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh. Uh, but anyhow, we're going to be playing some tunes from their record. It's called A Very She and Him Christmas. Just wait, wait, wait. Just uh, for the record, you know, um, Princess Diana. <laughs> she fucking interrupted Saturday Night Live for me when I was 12. <laughs> I swear to God, I have the same exact memory. Which 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 SNL was it? The one where Princess Diana died. <laughs> yeah, that's the title of a Friends episode. The one where Princess Diana died. No, it's not. I know all those. <laughs>
So it is the holiday season. We're all here together in a cabin. Um, does anybody have exciting Christmas plans? I think this thing is going to be dropping around Christmas time. Fuck it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So what, what are your plans um, uh, later? <laughs> I'm just going to I'm boycotting Christmas. You know what? I'm going to sit back right here and get real comfy in this cabin. Wait a minute. You will tell us if you have to poop, though, right? Because you're not just going to shit on the floor. I have already. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to worry about the security deposit or anything, but like, I think it used to be a meth house. Used to be. <laughs> I think it's currently a meth house. Exactly. Hey, Felator. Sorry, yes. but I, I ate all of your steaming berries. <laughs> That's fine, Sebastian. You can keep doing that all night for me. They were tart. <laughs> were they warm? Mostly tart. <laughs> Just kind of nutty. Yep, little nutty. So the other thing that happened to me, uh, which which is good because it gave me a little bit more of a name in the local papers, was uh, I, I was I was brutally assaulted <laughs> by by that that famous chick. She stabbed me. Um, what, what's her name? She's in those illegally blonde movies. Reese. Uh, Reese. Witherspoon. Uh, with her knife. <laughs> <laughs> is there more than one legally blonde movie? <laughs> I don't think that's the issue right now. <laughs> Doesn't the dog have its own Legally Blonde movie? Oh, that's know. called Beverly Hills Chihuahua. I thought there was like a direct to DVD. I just need to tell you guys, um, on the heels of that terrible, terrible joke, um, <laughs> I, I've spent the last year thinking about how genius that Jonestown punchline line was from last year. Dude, it was it was so good. Like, I think about that all the time, and nobody gets it. Jim, you texted me, like, two weeks after that podcast came out, and was like, I just got that. Like, I think you were just meditating on that for weeks and weeks. It's amazing. It's an amazing joke. Thank you. Thank you very much. Did you hear... Did you hear what the two oceans said to each other, though? No. Nothing. They just waved. Um, just as good. But when they say goodbye, they said, I'll see you later. <laughs> but that's not current. <laughs> Sebastian, you are incorrigible. Uh, you know, it's just a changing of the tides. <laughs> <laughs> so, who, uh, who has some exciting holiday plans this year? I'm going Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a custom yarmulke, holes cut for the antlers. Nice. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a mitzvah. Mitzvah. I got you. Did you say it? Yep. You son of a bitch. <laughs> See, a lot of people might criticize you for going custom yarmulke, but you know, spend the money. You're worth it. <laughs> Only get the finest yarmulkes. The finest. That'll be nice. Then your your head will be engulfed in a yarmulke. <laughs> Are we still on ocean puns? Isn't it about Tide? We switch topics. <laughs> I'm not really doing anything for Christmas, but I might have a bay be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just figured that with this new kid, I'll just probably be bored walking around the house. Uh, well, it's a shame that Sandy destroyed you. <laughs> Topical. Tropical. <laughs> Well, everybody's having such a good time. Let's go to break and listen to commercials. Yeah. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. 
Anyway, while we're all here, we have um, Glenn, who's a comedian and writer, and Jim, who's going to have a baby, and Sebastian, who's a Santa Claus with his uh, penis hanging out, and a reindeer named Flater. <laughs> um, I think it's about time that we start talking to some Craigslist personals, guys. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Do, 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 Jim, Jim's a listener. I didn't know you actually released these. <laughs> it surprises a lot of people, most of which are my employers. Um, first one is a man looking for a woman from Philadelphia, 32 years old. Uh-oh. Uh, title is, Share Your Tits for the Holidays. Neato. <laughs> a friend and I are decorating perverted Christmas trees. Hers is covered with ornaments of pics of dicks. Mine will be pics of tits. Any ladies out there with nice breasts want to snap a pic of their beautiful breasts and send my way? Mm. <laughs> That's the weirdest send me your boobs cover story I think I've ever heard. Because there's no Christmas tree. I think we can get that out of the way right now. You're already on Craigslist personals. You can just say send me pictures of your tits. And it's it's fine. No one is going to blink. Can you just like Google? Tits. That's a that's a good point, Thelma. Because if I, I'm not sure people are aware of it, but if you look up boobs on the internet, you're gonna find them. <laughs> what? Coming up. Right. No, you're you're right. <laughs> How's that working? Are you just mashing keys? I'm getting a lot of got a lot of D's, J's, and K's for some reason all together. Bunch of space bars. <laughs> So anyway, there's some kind of a Christmas tree in Philadelphia oh, shit. that is just bedazzled with uh, dicks and, and tits. See, but I'm, I'm saying I don't believe that part. Yeah, that's a lie. I think it's just, a, oh, I need these chicks to think I'm doing something with their boob pictures other than rubbing one out. It's curious that he involved a woman immediately in the thing, like a serial killer would. Like, I'm, you know, get in my van and we'll go visit my wife. Yeah. <laughs> is that what serial killers do? 
I'm pretty sure. I do that all the time. That's how we met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clock's ticking. Oh. <laughs> you establish that you have a relationship with a, with a female, and that, that demonstrates to them that you're dependable, and then you can get pictures of their boobs. You got it, Jim. I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> oh, I just got an olive in my mouth. Sorry, I've been pooping <laughs> in your martini. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> so, I'm chewing on apparently reindeer feces right now. <laughs> Pardon me. Just embrace it. <laughs> feces is a curious word. Isn't it just? Yeah, like, because it could be just one little poop, but it could also be just a lot of poop. <laughs> it sure could. <laughs> Oh boy. I forgot that was happening. <laughs> That's a callback. Oh boy. So have, have we pretty much determined that this guy just wants to see boobs on the internet, but is la- too lazy to Google boobs? Yes. No, because he's putting more effort into it. He's, you know, right. he's, I bet he's you going he's above and beyond. desensitized himself. He's seen so much crazy shit online. He's like, I need, I need this to be real. I need to see real women's boobs and not the fake hollowed out whores. <laughs> Those are strong words, Felator. Especially for an animal. <laughs> he's he's probably tired of looking at, you know, internet beaches. It's either that, that he's just wants real girls to look at, or it's something a little more devious where he's trying to get a picture and then hook up. Don't you think he should have been like, oh, well... Why don't you let me take the pictures of your tits? That's next Christmas. That's a long play. Seriously, yeah, this he's is... slow playing the shit out of those whores. <laughs> you gotta ask for boob pictures. Mm-hmm. Next is, I'll take the boob pictures. Here's a picture of my dick in the meantime. And then you hook up. Right. The order is uh, nipple, dick, vagina, butthole. For, 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 the, for the back and forth text. By the way, I feel like we owe royalties to workaholics on that last thing. Damn right you do. <laughs> and you do, not me, because I didn't say it. Fuck. Oh, we got you. Or sell that baby. Sell that baby? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? If it were a game show, I would consider it. How much do you think we could get for Jem's kit? $2. I can sell that baby for three dollars. I feel like more than two. I can name that baby in five dollars. <laughs> name that baby. <laughs> for later. It's catching on. Here I come, Aiden. <laughs> That's what I said to all those kids at the mall. Hey, <laughs> oh, you got yourself into this mess. Um, okay, next one down is a man looking for a woman, 31 years old, uh, no location given. Pregnant? Is it hard to find a girlfriend who's already pregnant? No. Yeah, <laughs> for real, no. Why do you want one? They're unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> now that's staying in. <laughs> The gentleman goes on, I would really like to find a girlfriend for a long-term relationship that's already pregnant. Christmas is coming, and I would love someone to snuggle up with when it's cold on these winter nights. I'm successful, have three cars. I also play guitar and can sing and play a thousand songs. Whoa. Yeah. Contact me, please. I got 400 houses. <laughs> I own Chicago. The city and the rights to the musical. <laughs> Show me your pregnant lady belly. I'm amazed that he's in a situation where he feels like he needs to, like, brag to find a pregnant girlfriend. Right. <laughs> Is he saying that he only wants a pregnant woman for snuggling? That's all he mentions. 
Why wouldn't you just want a fat girlfriend? I feel like that would be easier. Yeah, <laughs> way warmer. You had predator vision, you would just it'd be like white hot. In Predator, the fat people die first. <laughs> well, they're slower. Is Jesse Ventura the fattest one in that group? <laughs> okay. Who's making the predator sound? <laughs> who is making the predator? I was going to say, whose kitten is really close to the <laughs> This is my best attempt at a predator noise. It was, <laughs> it was real good. First I was like, am I just thinking? I'm like, oh, I like, wait a minute. I like that we're all in the same um, sumptuous cabin and we could not tell that you were the one making that noise immediately. <laughs> yeah. Roomy. It's roomy in here. Yeah. I should note that all the lights are out. Yeah. It's dark here. <laughs> we have one candle and a lot of spoons. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Sandy. <laughs> Vermont got hit the hardest. Yeah. <laughs> On the interior of Vermont. <laughs> The mountains. Fuck Long Island. Fuck Staten Island. No, seriously, I heard that the interior of Vermont looks like the inside of that black Mercedes that Diana was driving in. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and it seems to me. <laughs> you uh, what what advice do we have for this gentleman who just wants a pregnant girlfriend for some reason? Have sex with a girl. <laughs> just go find a girlfriend and then turn her into that. It's like it's like um how girls are always talking about how they can change guys. It's like the opposite. <laughs> I'm gonna change you. <laughs> I'm gonna change the inside of your body forever. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, I, I should ask you, gentlemen. I, I I can't say I have any experience with this. What what are the um the food cravings so far? I had to make hash browns once at like midnight. That's not so bad. No, it was great because hash browns are delicious. I'm actually surprised you had the ingredients for hash browns in your house at midnight. A potato? Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those lying around. <laughs> I'll give you a pass on this for later, because because <laughs> you're a reindeer. <laughs> but a lot of a lot of adult humans have potatoes. Just potatoes hanging out. Just like a variety of tubers. <laughs> Pretty common staple item. I didn't really. I uh, we didn't really deal with any cravings this time, but it's always ice cream for my wife. That's sort of the the stereotypical one, but that shouldn't even count because ice cream's delicious. It is. It is. But it's like it's a I gotta have a friendly's Reese's peanut butter cup Sunday now type deal. Or I will punch you. You did this to me. <laughs> you did do that to her. Can you feel the love tonight? Was that song uh, symbolic of your relationship with your wife? <laughs> we moved on to Lion King? Ocean puns are old news. My wife, you know, goes slow, and I always tell her, move Fasa, move Fasa. <laughs> A lot of the time, you guys will be, like, sitting on the porch, and there will be too many gnats, and then you have to, like, light a Rafiki torch. <laughs> This podcast is scarring me for life. <laughs> Nala likes to uh, move on. <laughs> All right, we have one last. Let me flip the paper. Thank God, yes. One last Craigslist personal. The title is Need a Hand for the Holidays? I get it. I can get you a Christmas tree, put up lights, decorations, clean, organize, paint, etc. I can help with organizing clutter, sorting, painting, cleaning, buying, assembling furniture, expert with Ikea furniture. He's half So many Allen wrenches. (laughs) Shelves, yard work, moving, basement, garage, refinish furniture, assemble Ikea cabinets, hang wall mount TV, body shaving, trimming, massage, or almost anything else. Wait, what? (laughs) 
your looks, age, etc. Not important. <laughs> Gay, straight, bi, disabled, nude, jockstrap, all okay. <laughs> that means jockstrap has come up before. Hey, is it cool if I just wear a jockstrap? Is it okay if I'm a jockstrap? <laughs> I'm surprised you're talking jockstrap. <laughs> Hey, honey, we got the uh, we got the Santa up on the roof. The lights are all working, and look at my shaved asshole. I'm looking. So it doesn't mention any like he doesn't talk about getting paid to do these chores. He just says he's he's good around the house. He's going to help out a lot, and also he's going to shave your butthole. <laughs> I mean, the second. gull do of you, this guy. Do you guys <laughs> have any idea how rewarding it is to shave another man's asshole? Nope. <laughs> Yahoo. Joe's the fight against evil, fighting all the bad guys and kicking their butts. Yahoo! Yeah! Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> Motherfucker. It's that impromptu um, live rendition of the Yahoo Answers theme song. <laughs> Might point out, it's time for Yahoo Answers, you guys. Yeah. Oh, Yahoo! Joe's the fight against evil, fighting all the bad guys and kicking their butts. Yahoo! Yeah! Questions. That'll save me one second of editing. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We're off to the races. The first Yahoo uh, answer question is asked by Romeo, you guys. Uh, He asks, how do you grind dance with a girl? On Saturday, I'm going to a club for teens where girls will be grinding with guys all over the place. Some call it twerking, some call it clapping, or freaking. <laughs> Might get the clap. Uh, point is, I've never actually done it before. I am 18 and not sure what to expect. A boner. A boner. Yeah, you gotta pop in that boner. <laughs> I'm pretty much gonna go and just deal with my nervousness that I usually have. As of now, I'm not nervous, but anxious. So yeah, how do you grind with the girl? The dancing won't be slow grinding, but very fast. Yeah, is there slow grinding? That's just doing it at that point. <laughs> That's fucking. That's dry humping. That's dry fucking. <laughs> That's how I got in this mess. From dry grinding. <laughs> it's very unsatisfying <laughs> for everyone. It does say he's 18. Like, I feel like you would have probably rubbed your wiener against a girl at some point by the time you get to 18. At least, like, the side of your bathroom shower. What? What's that? <laughs> No, you know how in the summertime, like, when the sun comes through the window and it warms up the carpet, Mm -hmm. and you just rub it against the warm carpet? No. No, you you know. So what what advice can we give this kid? Jacket three times before going to the club. I thought you meant wear a jacket. (laughs) That's what I thought, too. Wear a jacket. It's going to be chilly. (laughs) Wear a three-quarter length jacket so that can't see your massive erection poking through your pleated pants. Well, next question. <laughs> Yahoo! <laughs> next question down is asked by Joe Harris. What I am political party belong is? What? Republican, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Joe goes on, I believe in people doing their own work. No government. All people will work and be rich. Economy will explode. The economy will be a gold standard. No social security and no debt. Pay your own way. 
People will go in the church. Work hard and pray. Be strong, fight, do whatever it takes to win. I think it's just Bush. <laughs> I think this is his, uh, this is his uh, college uh, entrance letter that he wrote. <laughs> As a reindeer, you might win a Pulitzer for that statement. <laughs> I'd like to thank... <laughs> it's hard to hold this trophy with these goddamn hooves. The Pulitzer's a prize. But why is he why is he running back and forth on the stage? Is my question. <laughs> Have you never seen the Pulitzer Awards? No, I haven't. There's a lot of reindeers running around and old white people. Nope, that's the Nobel Prize. Either way. It's, it's like the end of it's like the end of a beautiful mind. <laughs> no, it's not. with a reindeer instead of um <laughs> instead of fucking um Russell Crowe? Yep. yep. Jennifer Connelly is still going ass to ass with that no name fucking hot blonde. Speaking of Jennifer Connelly going ass to ass, <laughs> this one is asked by Rajat. Are there any other ways of masturbation apart from thinking about actresses? I masturbate while thinking about the buttocks of actresses. Any other ways? Well, I mean, that's the best one. Where is this kid? Charter schools. <laughs> Charter schools. Chowder schools. <laughs> What what better way is there to masturbate than thinking about the butt of an actress? Looking looking up pictures of actresses' butts. And they're I, out there. I'm how quickly research. could we find a picture of an actress's butt if Name we said go, if we said go right now? I'm gonna count down. I'm gonna count down. You're gonna, hold on. Are you gonna okay. time me? No no no. Should I start wait, wait. Out with a who's Google got page? G3 and who's got G4? Which actress are we doing? Jennifer Connelly. Who's... Jennifer Connelly's butt. Who's... Yeah. I'm starting the clock in three. I already did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It's God great. damn it. I already JOs. <laughs> uh, next question is asked by Lex. My cat had a noodle in its mouth, but it dropped it on my plate and I ate it. Will I get pregnant? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this, <laughs> this, this poor girl dropped a spaghetti noodle that was in the cat's mouth onto her plate and she thinks she ate it. Is she pregnant with a cat baby? Probably not from the spaghetti, but probably from the cat sex. She clearly knew it dropped in the spaghetti, and she was worried about getting pregnant, but yet she still continued to eat the entire plate of spaghetti. She probably ordered to go from Olive Garden. You have to finish it. <laughs> dinner tonight, dinner tomorrow. <laughs> That's what happens when you're about to go over a fiscal cliff, is you have to eat spaghetti for three days in a row. I have a friend who won't stop texting me. He thinks it's so funny to call it the fecal cliff. It's really funny. Wait, why is why is that funny? You gotta listen to NPR. You you get it. They talk about shit all the time on NPR. That's Stop Terry that. Gross. <laughs> That's David Bancoulay filling in for Terry Gross. I'm actually concerned about the girl's health. To get back to the matter of hand, I heard isn't uh, cat saliva like. Uh... Poisonous. Oh, cats they are monsters. Can, I think that's yeah. that's true. There can for sure be disease in cat saliva. Like no doubt about it, salmonella and shit lives in in cat saliva for real. For reals. What I've heard on the subject matter is that um, you know, cat saliva plus pregnancy plus pasta. That's the trident fecta of like <laughs> bad yahoo questions. <laughs> <laughs> Look, can we stop floundering on this issue and just move on? Thank you, Glenn. <laughs> there fearless as all sitting all alone, feeding her flock near to the mountainside. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go to a we're gonna go to commercial and play a song by a band.
Not what you just heard. Jesus Christ, I have to pee. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. <laughs> Woo! Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring ting tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. And outside the snow is falling, friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go. Let's look at the show. We're riding in a wonderland of snow. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, it's grand. Just holding your hand. We're riding along with the song of a wintry fairyland. Our cheeks are nice and rosy and comfy and cozy, are we? We're snuggled up together like two birds of a feather would be. Let's take that road. Okay, on to the next one. This one has a lot of blanks because apparently they didn't want to write obscenity on fucking Yahoo Answers for some reason. Well, you can't swear on the internet. That's that's just science. Fuck no. It has six blanks, and there's six of us in this room together. Ooh, let's madlib it. Let, I'm going to ask each of us to give a word. Flater the reindeer. I'm going to go, you know what? going to keep it in the theme. Poseidon. Okay. Uh, Jim. Ship. Wonderful. <laughs> Uh, Glenn? Specious. Specious? <laughs> Read a book. <laughs> uh, uh, Sebastian. Eric. Eric? <laughs> yes. Thelma? Labia. Labia? Of course. And uh, my last word is going to be Ishmael. <laughs> That's a good Call one. me. Call me, maybe, Ishmael. Uh, this one is asked by Anonymous... <laughs> The title is, Woke up to an interesting surprise from my boyfriend, and now I'm wondering if it's time to say goodbye? Lately, my boyfriend has been a little depressed. About four months ago, he lost his job due to his company downsizing. He was quite optimistic at first, but after a few rejections, he seems to have lost his faith. Now he has already gone through half of what he has saved up over the years, and he is just becoming more and more depressed as time passes, and he is beginning to drink more and more. Uh, now he always seems to be drunk. I'm at work from 8 to 6, so he is sleeping when I leave, and when I when I come home, uh, he is usually wasted watching Netflix, <laughs> which sounds amazing. Yes. A couple of days ago, I came home incredibly exhausted, so I just crashed. He was already sleeping on the couch when I got back. Make a long story short, I woke up to his Poseidon in my face <laughs> with his ship mid-plop. <laughs> it hit my face, and some got in my mouth. I pushed him off me. I could have just killed him. That's not a real fucking word, Glenn. I hate it. <laughs> I was so in shock at first, and then the shock turned into anger, and I just Eric lost it on him. <laughs> While he was laughing, slurring his words, falling all over, and telling me I needed to take a joke because I'm dry like a piece of toast. I'm gonna do this to my wife right now. I packed up what I could and took off to my friend's place the next town over. He's been calling me all day, and he left me a message of his crying like a lunatic. I love him, but this is just labia insane. The message left me sick, and now I don't know what to do, because he has been going through a rough time. But he took an Ishmael on my face. <laughs> Maybe it's just because you filled in all the blanks, but I'm, I'm really not 100% sure what happened. Yeah. I think he took a dump on her face. But I'll, I'll, I'll read it as is for one sentence, and I'll, I'll see if I can get the point across. I wake up to his blank in my face with his blank mid-plop. Wait, was plop one of our words? 
No. Flop no. <laughs> gives it away. She also goes on to say, uh, it hit my face and some got in my mouth. That could happen. Uh, he called her a dry piece of toast. That also wasn't one of our words. And also, he took a blank on my face. Yeah. It's gotta be shit. That makes me believe it's shit, but everything up until then points to I jerked off in this girl's face. <laughs> right. Because if she was dry, why would you shit on her? Right. Wouldn't you jerk <laughs> off on her? Right. right. I'm not sure if you heard Thelma in the background, but she just said Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's the key to this whole Rubik's Cube. Is it weird that I, gotta, I want Nutella I gotta be now? honest with you guys, um, that... I think that grossed me out. <laughs> I really want Nutella right now. I have to think that the inside of that Mercedes just looked like, you know, a bunch of tomato sauce cans just exploded. Oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> this is the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard! Ever! Oh. <laughs> Yahoo questions. Let's do this. Come on. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Next one is asked by Celia Froggenson. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, question is, help, I have a lemon stuck in my belly button? So I was eating a lot of fruit earlier. I laid down on my back and placed all the fruit on my stomach so I could make my body like a wonderful bowl of fruit. As I was about to eat my last piece, I felt a deep, sharp, zingy pain in my stomach. I had the lemon yet to eat, and I looked down at my belly, and alas, it had disappeared. I smelt my stomach to see if I could find a trace of this mysterious fruit. Smelt as in she made a sword out of it? I melted it down. Was Legolas there to observe the smelting process? Then I noticed the smell led to my belly button. I proceeded to look down into my belly button, and I could see it right at the bottom. But could I get it out? No. I'm kind of scared. It's stuck down there, and it won't come out. Yep. I can't walk into the hospital like this. Nope. How fat is she? A belly button and a lemon shouldn't... Right, no. Nope. That doesn't play out, because somebody that fat wouldn't be eating a bunch of fruit. You guys are asking how fat she is, and I think the first few sentences tell it. Are there context clues in this? I laid down on my back and placed all the fruit on my stomach so I could make my body look like a wonderful bowl of fruit. Fat. <laughs> really fat. Keep going. Uh, as I was about to eat my last piece, I felt a deep, sharp, zingy pain in my stomach. Fat. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I had the lemon yet to eat, and I looked down at my belly, and alas, it had disappeared. So fat. Very, very fat. I smelt my stomach to see if I could find a trace of this mysterious fruit. Way fat. <laughs> yeah, enough enough to be melting lead. Yeah. I'm very surprised we aren't taking the fish route on smelt with all the ocean puns we've been making. <laughs> I was just oh. about to say that I don't just I just don't understand why this girl sounds so crabby. <laughs> oh man, oh man, oh war. <laughs> I just want to point out that it took about two hours to compile all the different Christmas-themed uh, things to talk about, and this is a podcast about fish puns. <laughs> and I'm happy about it. Anyway, guys, it's time for the Internet's Fan Fiction Corner. Woo! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Internet's Fan Fiction Corner! So if, uh, if people aren't caught up on this... Um, Every month we read a little bit of some fan fiction. It's called My Immortal. It's <laughs> loosely based on Harry Potter, and it's by a gothic girl called Tara Gillespie. Chapter 23. Good lord. You really do listen to this. <laughs> the door opened. 
and Professor Rumbridge and Cornelia Fudge stomped out angrily. Then Dumbledum and Rumbridge sawed us. What the beep are you doing? Rumbridge shouted angrily. Dumbledore blared at her. Oops, she made a mistake. He corrupted her. She means, hi everybody, come in. Well, we all came angrily. <laughs> so did all the other students. I sat between Darkness and Draco, and opposite Bloody Mary. Crab and Goyle started to make some morbid jokes. I ate some Count Chocula and drank some blood from a cup. Then I heard someone shooting angrily. I looked behind me. It was Vampire. He and Draco were shooting at each other. Vampire? Draco? WTF? I asked. You fucking buster! <laughs> Yelled Draco at Vampire. I want to shit next to her. No, I do. Vampire shouted. No, she doesn't fucking like you, you son of a bitch. Yelled Draco. No, fuck you, motherfucker. She loves me, not you. Shouted Vampire. And then he jumped on Draco. No, not in that way, you pervs. <laughs> they started to fight and beat up each other. Dumbledore yelled at them, but they didn't stop. <laughs> All of a sudden... <laughs> A terrible man with red eyes and no nose flew in on his broomstick. He had no nose and was wearing a gray robe. All the glass in the window he flew through fell apart. Brittany, that fucking prep, started to cry. Vampire and Draco stopped fighting. I shopped eating. Everyone gasped. The room fell silent. Volzamore's Ebony, Ebony. Darth Baylor said evilly in his raspy voice. Now I've failed your mission. No, I shall kill thou, and I shall kill Vampire as well. If thou does not kill him before, I shall kill Darko too. <laughs> Why is he French? <laughs> and a robot. It's Darth Vader. <laughs> please, don't make me kill him, please. I begged. No. <laughs> he laughed crudely. Kill him or I shall kill him anyway. <laughs> then he flew away cackling. Cackle, cackle. I bust into tears. Draco and Vampire came to contort me. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Suddenly my eyes rolled up so they looked all cool and gothic. I had a vision where I saw some lighting flash and then Voldramat <laughs> coming to kill Draco while Draco slit his wrists in a depressed way. No! <laughs> I screamed sexually. <laughs> Suddenly I looked up and stopped having the vision. Ebony! Ebony! Are you alright? Asked Draco in a worried voice. Yeah, yeah. I said sadly as I got up. Everything's alright, Ennaby. <laughs> said Vampire, all sensitive. No, it's not! I shouted angrily. Tears of blood went down my face. OMFG! What if I'm getting possessed like Endeavoring too? <laughs> it's okay, girl. Said Bloody Mary. Oh, uh, maybe you should ask uh, Professor Charles. Uh, about what the visions mean, though. Okay, bitch. <laughs> I said sadly, and then we went. <laughs> I don't know how Darth Vader got up in there. <laughs> Chapter 24. <laughs> Ooh. Well, we had deviations next, so I got to ask Professor Trevally about the visions. Konnichiwa, everybody. Come in. <laughs> said Professor Trevally in Japanese. She smelled at me with her gothic black <laughs> lipstick. She's the coolest fucking teacher ever. She had long, dead black hair with blood-red lips and red eyes. 
her mom was a vampire. She's also half Japanese, so she speaks it and everything. <laughs> She's really young for a teacher. Today she was wearing a black leather top with red lace and a long gothic black ripped dress. We went inside the black classroom. I raced my hand. The bus classroom. <laughs> She's in the back of the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing some black nye polish <laughs> with red pantagram What is it, Ebony? She asked. Hey, I rub your nail polish. Where do you get it? Hot topic? Yeah. I answered. All the preps who didn't know what HT was gave me weird looks. I gave them the middle finger. Well, I have to talk to you about some things. When do you want to do it? Who about now? <laughs> she asked. Okay. I said. Okay. Crass fucking dismissed everyone. Except for you, Brittany. She pointed at Brittany and some other preps. Please do exorcise one on page three. Okay, I'm having lots of visions. I said in a worried voice. I'm so worried Draco is going to die. Well, she gave me a black crypto ball to look in. I looked at it. What do you... <laughs> she asked. <laughs> I said. I see a black gothic skull and a pentagram. Suddenly there was a knock at the door. I looked at it. It was Draco. Good work. <laughs> he was looking really sexy, wearing a black leather facket. <laughs> and that's not homophobic. <laughs> A black gothic Lincoln Park t-shirt and black Congress shoes. Okay, you can go now. See ya, cunt. <laughs> said Professor Travalry. Bye, bitch. I said waving. I went to Draco and Vampire was sitting next to him. We both followed Draco together and I was so exhibited. <laughs> Chapter 25. I was so excited. I followed Draco, wondering if we were going to do it again. We went outside, and then we went into Draco's black car. What the fuck did Professor Travalry say? Whispered Draco, potting his gothic white hand with black nail polish on mine. She said she would tell me what the visions meant tomorrow. I grumbled in a sexy voice. He took out a heroin and gave it to me to sport. <laughs> he started to fly the car into a tree. <laughs> We went to the top of it. Draco put on some MCR. And all the things that you never ever told me. And all the smiles that you're ever gonna haunt me. Sang Gerard's sexy voice as Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I looked at his shit. I'm so sorry. I've never listened to that goddamn band once in my goddamn life, and I looked that shit up for you. That's not a bad song. I'm sorry. No, it, it's gotta be a bad song. Nah. MCR's not that bad. They're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. We started ticking off each other's clothes fervently. He took off my black thong and my black leather bra. I took off his black boxers. Then he put his trobbing you-know-what in my tools sexually. Oh, I'm an FG, Draco, Draco. I screamed, having an orgasm. <laughs> we started Frenching passively. <laughs> Suddenly, I started having a dream. 
In it, a black guy was shooting two gothic men with long black hair. On a bus. No, please don't bus. kill us. They pleaded. He just kept shooting them. He ran away in the red car. Bus. bus. <laughs> I shouted in a scared voice. Ebony, what's wrong? Draco asked me as I woke up, opening my icy blue eyes. I started to cry, and tears of blood went down my face. I told Draco to call Vampire. He did it with his black Lickin' Park mobile phone. <laughs> but the worst thing was who the people who were shot in the dream were. Lucian and Sirius! That is serious. <laughs> you never get a connection with my Lincoln Park mobile phone. <laughs> and all the things that you never ever told me. There were any bars. <laughs> Look at his photograph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's the other shitty band. <laughs> Chapter 26. What the hell is on Joey's head? <laughs> <laughs> a few mutates later, vampires... <laughs> came to the tree. He was wearing a black leather Jackson. <laughs> black leather pants and a good Charlotte t-shirt. Hi, vampire. I said flirtily as I started to sob. Nope. Draco hugged me sexily, trying to confront me. I started to cry tears of blood and then told him what happened. Oh, fuck it. Vampire shouted angrily. He started to cry sadly. What fucking dick did that? I don't know. I said. No, come on. We had to tell Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> we burped and ran out of the tree and into the castle. Dumbledore was sitting in his office. Sire, our dead ants have been shot. Draco said while he whipped some tears from his white face. Ebony had a vision in the dream. Dumbledore started to cackle. <laughs> and how do you expect me to know Ebony's not divisional? I glared at Dumbledore. Look, motherfucker. I said angrily as Dumbledore cast. You know very well that I'm not divisional. Now get some fucking people out there to look for Sirius and Lucid. Pronto! Okay. <laughs> he said in an intimated voice. Where are they? I thought about it. <laughs> then all of a sudden... Long dawn. <laughs> I said. I told him which street. He went and called some people and did some stuff. <laughs> After a few mistunes, he came back and said people were going out looking for them. After a while, someone called him again. He said that they had been found. Draco, Vampire, and I all went to our rooms together. I went with Draco to wait in the nurse's office, while Vampire went to slit his wrists in his room. <laughs> we looked at each other's gothic, depressed eyes. <laughs> then we kissed. Suddenly, Sirius and Lucian came on stretchers. And Professor Travalry was behind them. <laughs> Time to put it back on the continental shelf. <laughs> oh, god damn it. God fucking damn it. I can't believe this is still god, happening. God damn it, damn it. <laughs> this fucking reindeer is just taking notes and just laying in wait with ocean puns. <laughs> That's a nice little jig at the end. All right, guys, we made it all the way through this. <laughs> Thank God. I'm pretty sure I can get a solid 10 minutes out of this. <laughs> so be, be prepared for the shortest or the worst podcast ever to be released. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Yay! Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
Christmas. I do want to all thank uh, all my guests who actually came out to a cabin in Vermont, and we're not talking on Skype at all in different parts of the world. No. That's just foolish. Uh, first up, I want to thank my lovely girlfriend, Thelma, who's been sitting next to me and not getting too many words in. <laughs> Super tolerant lady you have there. It's true. Sir. I guess some good Christmas gifts. Nope. <laughs> uh, I also want to thank uh, my good friend Jim Conrad, who, unless something goes awry and the baby stays in way too long, is going to have a new child by the time this thing is released. Congrats. Or dies, Chris, or <laughs> dies. Here's hoping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas. Future congrats and uh, Merry Christmas to you and yours and your, your soon-to-be extended family. Thank you, sir. Uh, I also want to say thank you to my friend uh, Glenn Tickle, uh, who is a comedian and a writer for... Geekosystem.com. Geekosystem.com. It was on my other page, Glenn. I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, but yeah, thank you for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Geekosystem.com. Uh, also, Sebastian, the dick out Santa Claus. I think he died. Did he, did he die? Oh, shit, he's dead. No, I had a poopy guy. Oh, there he is. Hey, don't worry, guys. We shall see him in heaven. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's going to be is. an angelfish. Nice. I did it! <laughs> you got one in under the wire. <laughs> anyway, thank you for coming, Sebastian. Yep. <laughs> I, I do have a Christmas present for the end of this whole thing, if uh, if you're if you're up for it. Absolutely. Let let me say thank you to my last guest, and then uh, how about you go to town on whatever whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> uh, I, I also want to thank Flater, the black-nosed reindeer. They couldn't sing songs about me. No one's going to sing songs about you. It's the worst name and the worst reindeer of all time. Thank you so much for letting me come into your cabin and get high with you guys. <laughs> You're welcome. I also want to thank, uh, what was the name of the band? She and Him for letting us use their music. They're famous people and they're going to be on this bullshit podcast. <laughs> this is the last week of New Girl. Now it is. <laughs> Uh, I also want to plug a friend of the podcast, uh, Beth Beverly, who uh, was on a couple shows ago, is starring in a show on AMC called Immortalized. That's an actual fact. Uh, it's on AMC Thursday nights starting in February, so check your local listings. Somebody made it out of this podunk town. You're a reindeer. <laughs> all right, I think that's that's all I got. Sebastian, do you want to take us out? Yeah, man. I hope you guys like this. Nope. I don't. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan twist. Fashion was Kenny G this whole time.
Yay! 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 Happy holidays, everybody! Happy holidays! Hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also, Princess Diana, still dead. <laughs>